0: No, <laughs> scusa, scusa me, scusa me. Oh, we were English is a, is a hard language, man. Anyway, before we dig into that, <laughs> I can't. Sorry. Welcome to episode number seven. No. Do you want to do or the sound? <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I added something new. See, this is mm-hmm. why it always mm-hmm. has to be fresh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Episode seven is mm-hmm. going to be all about. No, I'm going to say it correctly. Yes. Vaginal discharge. Yes. I knew you could do it.
1: I believe in you.
0: <laughs> okay. Before <laughs> I keep going, we need to. We we need to. Uh, we need to clarify this. So we were just. I was literally training myself. To, to say certain words correctly, because yes, English is a, not my first and not my second. It's just not a language I grew up with. So mm-hmm. there are certain words in, in this language I'm like, ah, this is not going to work. So anyway, <laughs> I kept saying vaginal discharge. It, yeah, that's the wrong way to say it. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to do my best to say vaginal discharge as it should be in proper English. If I do not, <laughs> um, I apologize. And, uh, that's it.
1: English is hard. And, uh, okay. We're all struggling. And this topic has all the interesting words. Okay. We're uh-huh. not talking about buses on the street. We're talking about <laughs> secretions. Yeah. It's secreted. It's secretions thank you thank you so it's uh we're gonna we're gonna try our best but please bear with us if we totally screw this up and i can never remember the different i keep saying or wanting to say vaginal mucus <laughs> but that's not it so yes let's talk about that difference first so that maybe right. it's gonna like right. cement it in my head <laughs> so
0: because up until A few minutes ago, we actually, I, I'm going to speak for myself. I don't want to put uh, Joe on the spot uh, when uh, she's not. I did not know (laughs) that there actually was a difference between vaginal discharge and Mm -hmm. cervical mucus. I was just using the word discharge and throwing it here and there and discharge here and discharge there. And it's like, you know. Everything that's coming out of your vagina, that's not blood and pee. I mean, pee doesn't come out of your vagina. But anyway, anything (laughs) that comes out of your vagina or close by that is not pee and not blood, for me, up until approximately 10 minutes ago, was discharge, period. Mm -hmm. I mean, full Mm -hmm. stop. (laughs)
1: And we've, we've used that word too. I feel like there's been enough episodes where we've oh, just been yeah. like, discharge, discharge. I've happily followed you on that path because I also did not know. <laughs> Good, we're in the same boat. the mode. same time, we figured it out together and Google helped us. <laughs> thank you, Google. And
0: yes, thank you, uh, yes. thank to you know, AI.
1: So, to know that there is a difference. Yes.
0: The difference being cervical mucus is produced by the cervix and by the cervix only. And it is related to your, to the menstrual cycle, the, the reproductive cycle. It has nothing. It, it is not related to, because we know the vagina is a self-cleaning organ. Mm-hmm. In some ways, you don't need to put soap. You don't need to clean. It just cleans itself. And it does that with vaginal discharge, yes. which is basically a fluid, a liquid, like a, a thing, a fluid thing that is produced by the, vag- the uh, vaginal, the vaginal <laughs> wall. And... That just, you know, while going out, it's taking away all the dead cells and bacteria and whatever is there that needs to go out. Now, the thing is, when it is coming out of the vagina, it is not saying, hey, I am vaginal discharge. Oh, no. Hey, I am cervical mucus. Everything is a little bit mixed up. So I do not believe that I would be capable of making the difference between vaginal discharge in my cervical mucus um mm-hmm. so yeah but there is a very clear difference and before we dig like further into the topic it's which is just going to be about what is it what is it good for do we need it like you just why, why is it there mm-hmm. and um yeah I'm. I'm gonna let Joe speak about that and sit back a bit and shut up and work on my no, English. No, but you
1: were, s- <laughs> <laughs> girl. There is not enough time in the world for us to get perfect in English. But no. you said before we get to that. I feel like you wanted to tell us a story. Did I? I don't know, because I can. I can get a little bit into what i know and it's actually interesting because we both learned a lot about discharge and cervical mucus yes i got it right (laughs) cervical mucus recently um we had the pleasure of um attending a very very great presentation by a i'm gonna mess this up a traditional birth attendant yes yes okay which was so insightful honestly i came out of that talk just feeling like a completely different person empowered and knowledgeable and comfortable with my body and with my different levels of discharge and things coming out of it. <laughs> and with my menstrual cycle and everything like that. Um, but it was really interesting to know how much of a vital sign of health cervical mucus actually is. Yes. yes. It's tied to their productive cycle, but it actually is, is, Tied to so many other functions within our body And our hormones and everything like that So it's beautiful to first of all Know what it's going through Throughout the month But then to understand what that means for the body That was like My favorite thing So yes It's a vital sign of health Getting acquainted with your cervical mucus Will tell you a lot about Where you are In your menstrual cycle What the like the health of your discharge and when I say health I don't necessarily mean that there is like some kind of illness or disease or anything like that I just mean whether or not it's for example the consistency if it's tacky or if it's a little dry and flaky or if it's stretchy and smooth or if it's a bit creamy and white all of those things are signals there's signals that that you can read and understand to know what your body's going through. It's like your body's talking to Isn't that you. Exciting? Your body's telling your you body everything you need talking to know. To you.
0: So beautiful. It it is it is magical. Even yeah,
1: we're we're such nerds for the menstrual cycle. We're like, we're no, like, <laughs> no, but honestly, um. So anyway, it's important to know that it actually is something that will tell you a lot about your body so getting familiar with it which brings us back to something that Larissa had mentioned about checking her cervix regularly and checking her daily daily you want to say daily (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to shock people i just want to i want people to get up to it you know they let them interpret what regularly means to them so Larissa, that means no. daily.
0: <laughs> exactly. You're telling my story. I want my words. I do it daily. If, if they want to do it a different regularly type, mm-hmm.
1: I, no problem with that. I am doing it daily regularly. Which actually is very important as well for, I mean, I think I'm getting a little bit ahead, but just so it's out there while we're talking about this, to understand where you're at in your cycle in terms of fertility and um planning so like birth planning is it called birth planning i feel like that's not family planning (laughs) family planning yes birth control birth control as well so it's actually important to know those things because it's tied to traditional family what is it called family awareness fertility awareness
0: fertility awareness uh, method yes of family planning Mm
1: mm-hmm
0: yeah. So yeah, basically, if if you if you sort of want to go more the natural path of yeah, not getting pregnant while having unprotected sex, uh, that's definitely something you can you can do because your body lets you know if. Having sex right now would end up with a baby or not, and yeah, checking your cervical mucus among among other things can uh, help you do just that. Now, we're not like I am not uh, going to teach anybody how to do that because don't don't go out there do what I preach and then say huh, I got pregnant. It's your baby now. No, <laughs> no, nope. nope. I, I I did not. So. <laughs> Don't put that responsibility on me. It's your baby now.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, I don't want nobody's baby. No, but it is a very, um, I don't even know if secure is the word I want to use, but it is a very solid method once you are familiar with your body. So that's the thing. A lot of the methods out there for contraception are tied to kind of, mass production and like a universal standard for how that works and how effective that is but getting to know your body and part of that is knowing your cervical mucus
0: understanding
1: thank you (laughs) (laughs) every time i get it right it's like a little rush um (laughs) but knowing where it's at to tell you when you're your most fertile when you're ovulating when you're not so straight after ovulation when you're technically infertile all of those cycles that are essentially being very clearly depicted by a couple of different things so the cervical mucus is one of the things basal temperature is another one but it still plays an important part in like knowing where you're at in your cycle making sure everything is good knowing when or when you can or cannot have you know um unbarriered sex and that is i don't know that's super cool that's like really interesting it's going to change person to person but once you know your body then you know your own personal changes yes. too if your body changes you're the you're going to become an expert in the subject of you mm-hmm. and
0: and for me before before even getting to the aspect of um Reproduction or birth control slash family planning, I, when I started paying more attention or getting interested in my cervical mucus, it was, I I know this because this is such a turn point in, in my growth as, you know, a person becoming uh, or someone becoming more interested in my body and specifically the female organ and its function. When I was about to go off the pill, I was following this girl on, not really on Instagram. She had like a blog and she, I followed her mainly for hair actually, but she also did a lot of natural stuff and very spiritual and she was um sharing with you know the people that followed her that she was using the fertility awareness method and I was like what what the hell is that and that's the first time that I actually got in touch with oh this thing that comes out of your vagina actually tells you something it's it's supposed to be there it's it's like everything is fine it's not disgusting it, it has a purpose and it it has significance i was like Huh, interesting. So that's when, when I literally started to very shyly, very, very shyly look at my body and what was coming out of it. And without necessarily, I wasn't necessarily interested in the, um, birth control aspect of it, but just sitting there and knowing This is coming out of my body. It is coming out of my body because I am at this point, because there is more of this hormone and less of that other hormone, because my body is getting ready to receive a potential uh, embryo um, and all those things. Understanding that this is not just happening because it's happening. It made it so much easier, almost like natural for me to accept what was happening Mm -hmm. because for a long time I've it's I I don't know if it's that I rejected it but I for me it was just waste you know it's it's dirty um we already had that conversation in in one episode it's it's just dirty it has to go out i don't want to see it i don't i don't certainly do not want to touch it which i do twice every day now or almost but i no. i do not want to touch it no and i didn't even want it to actually touch my underwear which is why i was constantly wearing Mm. um panty liners not just because of vaginal discharge Or cervical mucus, whichever it was. I Uh I did not, (laughs) I did not want to to come too close to it, or want my my clothes to come too close to it. But understanding, getting an understanding of what it is, what it is, what is it good for, and it's actually a sign that I am healthy, that my body's functioning and doing all those crazy and super impressive things it it just completely flipped my relationship to vaginal discharge slash cervical mucus. And I, mm-hmm. like, I don't have, I don't have a problem with it anymore. Like not it's, it's part of me. I have accepted it fully. And I mean, I don't know if there are other people, other women out there who, you know, don't feel comfortable with their discharge and blah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine to the point. (laughs) This is no, I mean, it's not a person. Nothing is too personal. I need to (laughs) really, sometimes I'm like, am I, am I putting too much out of myself out there? Um, but let's be honest, this is what it is about. So, um, yeah. Um, you, you actually tell me if you know that if, if you want to, um, yeah, I don't know. Randomly, what? you're walking and you literally feel oh, there was a big blob of—I mean, a big a, a a blob of discharge, whether a mm-hmm. mucus, vaginal, like cervical, vaginal. It's not the point anymore. Like it's just you—you you feel something <laughs> plopping out of your vagina into your 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 underwear.
1: <laughs> I am <laughs> plopping out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the perfect word though. <laughs> I hate that feeling. I swear I used to hate it. And mm. now I'm I, I I don't mind. And my my joke is with people that sort of know me, I'm I'm gonna make a comment right away. I'm like mm, my vagina just sneezed. <laughs> I know <laughs> and maybe maybe oh this God. is too much maybe this is but that's you know that's how i deal with it because <laughs> you feel it and you
1: express it i oh, know no.
0: mm-hmm. yeah i don't actually it's not because i say it in french because in french it, I, I feel like it's it's funnier mm-hmm. uh
1: Blue its my, nose my, 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 yeah
0: yeah but it, it's in in french like blowing is just you know you don't blow your nose you just blow so it it sounds different
1: Anyway, anyway, it's cooler in um, French. Moral of the story, learn much French. cooler. <laughs> so for
0: the for the francophones uh, out there, I say, mon vagin vient de se moucher.
1: <laughs> that is yeah. cool. And it's it's crazy to me. You know what I mean? But not crazy in a, in a bad way. Like it's just like because it actually happens. It does happen where sometimes yeah. like anything, the vagina is constantly secreting different things. And sometimes you barely feel it other times you literally feel it leaving your body that's a thing that happens but yeah. we don't the plop. talk about it because the plop <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about it because it's just like well no actually i have an interesting story the first time i saw it happening i think i saw it and i didn't feel it so mm-hmm. i actually saw it happening and that was i can't remember exactly what i was doing but i remember seeing it and thinking is this something that like, is my body doing something different that no, like, because <laughs> before then I thought it was pretty consistent and that <laughs> I'm laughing. I thought that, you know, discharge and cervical mucus was regularly, like the other thing that I didn't know is that there are moments when your, your menstrual blood actually comes out. Right. I thought it was a constant flow. So, I felt the same. That's a thing that I didn't know until much later. So, I thought, you know, discharge is the same. There's just a constant flow of discharge throughout whenever. So, the first time that I saw like a blob of it come out, I was like, what does this mean? Like, is this, is my body doing something new that it's never done before? (laughs) Do I need to like (laughs) look this up? Do I need to educate myself on this new thing that my body's doing? I never did, but then afterwards I was like, oh yes, it's just because you've never seen it, but it happens. And if you pay attention to how you feel, you know, you'll know, you notice that, yeah, you actually feel something leaving your body. But yeah. I was going to say to your earlier point about knowing the purpose of the things, I love that because everything has a point. Everything. And once you know, especially for people who are like super frustrated with the different symptoms that they have, if you have painful um, a painful period, or if you have, you know, cramps that go through or different things that are happening with your discharge that you find inconvenient, it is so helpful to know what's happening and why it's happening. So yes. what you said about the vagina being self-cleaning and the vaginal discharge being specifically part of that process that means like, it takes so much pressure off of us. Like we need to be putting douches in there or we need to be, you know, using wipes all the time and and all these products that are actually bad for us, but also expensive. I mean, who wants to spend money, right? <laughs> but then that is one piece. And then the fact that like the cervical mucus is doing other things that are also like, have a purpose and have a point. When I started realizing, mostly with my period though, not so much with my discharge. I think that one was just like, The number of years just eventually wore me down with my discharge. And I was like, yeah, we're cool. But with (laughs) my period specifically, until that talk that we had with the traditional birth attendant, Mm -hmm. I had been struggling with feelings of what, why it's taking over my life. Literally, when my period comes around, and depending on where I'm at in my cycle, my entire life needs to be geared towards it i mean, so much pain. I need to either take it easy at work or I need to start popping painkillers or I need to have all the different like accoutrements ready, the hot water bottle on the side, my comfy <laughs> pants and a soft blanket. And literally, it's a combination. <laughs> it's like playing Tetris. You need to find the exact right combination that is going to work this month, but only for like a day and a half because after like two days, it's too much. You want to like let go of the blanket and it's just... <laughs> And that was super frustrating for me. I found it so frustrating yeah. until I was like, actually, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. It's working perfectly well. There are things that are not ideal in my mind, but only because the world isn't geared to flow with our natural bodies Mm -hmm. we're we're expected to fit in the mold of what the world is. We're expected to fit in the mold of the nine to five and like all the activities and being presentable in public and all those things. So the world isn't made for our bodies to be comfortable. And I always felt like a little bit mad at my body. Like, why aren't you just being cool, man? Why are you embarrassing me? Why are you (laughs) making my life hard right now? But it was really freeing and empowering to just feel like, yeah she she's she's good she's doing her job and she's a trooper for essentially creating enough of a healthy environment for there to be like a baby in there if i wanted or for my body to just function you know what i mean yes. so it feels good it's a good mental space to be in i would recommend i, I like it. that you
0: <laughs> i like that you said empowering because honestly this is this is exactly what it is Knowing knowing what your body's doing is, is really empowering. Like when you get into that space, you, you, you just know it, you feel it and you, you enjoy it. You, you swim in it, you bathe in it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing. And there's, there are so many things we, we don't, I know there are so many things I still don't know. Um, and speaking of, to come back to, to, to mucus and all that, speaking of the that talk we had with the traditional birth attendant, she mentioned, you know, she was explaining to us the whole cycle and how the mucus looks like and feels like, depending on what time, period or what which phase of your cycle you're in. And then she mentions mucus plug and to mm. the... Pregnant women or women who have been pregnant have given birth or whatever. You, you might be familiar with it. I thought the mucus plug is something that only happens in pregnant women, which is basically um, a collection of mucus, of cervical mucus that kind of stays in, in the entrance, if you want, of the cervix to, to basically clog it so that nothing goes in and nothing comes out there is to protect the uterus and the potential future embryo/baby from any bacteria that is in the vagina and that could potentially go up the cervix into the uterus now we all have that if you actually have your period if you have a functioning menstrual cycle every single month you are going to lose your mucus plug and i was like sorry what (laughs) so that you know sometimes i need to pay attention to that i'm realizing now Mm -hmm. because i'm wondering if whenever i feel because the mucus plug is is usually you will it's more likely that you feel that one more because it's, it, 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 it will usually drop at once. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, steady, a steady flow or whatever. It, it, you feel it and it's a bit more than usually. So I'm wondering if, you know, every single time I'm like, oh, mon vagin <laughs> c'est mouché. <laughs> that it's actually the mucus plug that I'm, mm-hmm. that I'm losing. But that was, that was a very interesting interesting, um, interesting information. I was like, this is, why do we not know that? Why do we not know that? And this also reminds me of a friend who listened to that one episode where we spoke a little bit about um, discharge and how for her, it was, it became a thing after she had given birth. Before she gave birth, nobody ever asked about her discharge, like her doctor, her gynecologist, nobody. It was obvious, it, it was just nothing you would speak about and then you give birth and all of a sudden everybody's asking for it you know about the mucus plug and blah blah blah. and why why do we wait you know so long in life Mm -hmm. before we start talking about those things Mm -hmm. and funny funny fact that (laughs) that friend um was telling me that she actually loved that episode and she had also never really actively sat down and thought about you know how she felt about her discharge or what it was and mm. the the kind of relationship she had to it. And she realized she was like, oh, yes, this is actually a thing we never see. We never talk about discharge. The first time she had to talk about it was after she had given birth, you know, to her child. Mm-hmm. And now Fun fact, every single time she sees her underwear, she has to think of us. I like that. <laughs> she thinks of this us. Is how, <laughs> oh, wow. This is how we're taking up space in your lives. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And another another interesting um, anecdote, fun fact, I don't know. But when you mentioned, you know, that the period is same as, you know, the, the mucus, it's not a steady flow. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a moment where you lose a bit and then there's nothing. And then later on, there are actually some women who I can't remember. I don't remember what the the name of that way of period management is called, but they do not use anything. No protection per se, no cup, no tampon, no pad, no nothing. They just have such an understanding and such a high body awareness mm-hmm. that they just know when there is a blood gush coming, I want to say. They go to the toilet as if they would pee. The blood comes out and then they're good to go for another, I don't know, half an hour or so. It's like it's safe. That blows my mind. Yeah. But that, I mean, that shows that knowing is empowering completely and having an understanding of how our body works, at least to me, takes away all, not so much. It takes away all of the disgust, the frustration, the everything, even the pain Mm -hmm. during our period. As Joe was uh, explaining, I have... Yeah, less painful now, but still painful periods. And just the fact that I know that the pain is is there for a reason. It's not just my body looking for ways to annoy me, to piss me off, to ruin my day. No, my body is actually doing important, great work. And mm-hmm. just knowing that fact makes it, it's still painful. Like I'm not, it's still painful. <laughs> it still hurts, but it's taking up much mental space for me. Yeah.
1: And yes, yeah, so sure.
0: Knowledge is, is empowering.
1: So I, I almost want to, because we didn't necessarily want to get into the details. I think everybody should, read a little bit about what the different consistencies are of discharge and maybe even get in touch with a traditional birth attendant. They don't just do that. The one we spoke with is amazing. And we would be happy to share her information for anyone who's looking for that type of help, like menstrual help or body awareness, especially for our productive organs and systems and and so much more in a way that's really gentle and really like, in tune with your natural, the natural flow of your body. Like that's kind of the other thing that was really beautiful is that it feels just like it's part of the flow of how we are being. It's not a method that comes through and has to like be incorporated or somehow like takes away from anything. So Yeah. We're not the experts. So that's the other thing. Maybe a little, little disclaimer here is we're not the experts. So we're not going to get into, well, if your discharge is this color, (laughs) then you're dying, but (laughs) it's cancer. No, um, no, we don't know that. (laughs) We don't, we, we, we can't say anything like that, but, um, definitely get to the right people and, um, do some self search and, uh, yeah, get informed. That's like, that's, that's really, that's really what I want for people to to discover this for themselves and to have the kind of like aha moment that I personally had. I don't know if you did, but I definitely had like a big whew, moment. I,
0: I mean, I, I know I had my aha moment back then when, when that switch happened when I was looking into go moving away from the pill, that's when I started to look at what does pain mean? Because I was, I was afraid, because one of the reasons I had started taking the pill years ago was because of the pain. This is the only way my gynecologist saw fit for me to deal with the pain, because just painkillers was not helping me. Um, so my fear was... If I, if I move away from the pill, I still had pain while being on the pill. So I was like, if I, if I stop taking the pill, I I've, I, in my head, I was going to die from pain. So I was trying to find ways to cope with that. And honestly, my gynecologist back then did not recommend that I move straight from the pill To the copper IUD. They had like, she had recommended that I stop the pill first and try a few months without the pill to to, the pill to see if I would tolerate the pain, knowing that a copper IUD would likely increase the pain. And I was like, no, I don't want that. I'm I I don't want that. I I wanna go straight. And to some extent, I, I will never know, but I believe, I like to believe, and I'm, I'm going to keep believing that, that because I was looking so much into what is my body doing, what does that mean, why, how, and and all that, because I was understanding the significance, the, the meaning of everything, the pain ended up not being that bad. Mm. So... That was that was my big aha moment. Having pain and almost respecting the pain, not, not wanting you know to to scare the pain out of my body or to push the pain out of my body. I was I was literally I know it sounds super a bit coo- not cuckoo but spiritual and whatnot. It was not. It was just me being you know present to okay, this is painful. But it is happening for a reason. It is my uterus contracting to get rid of the of the uterus lining, which is, you know, how the the blood basically the, the not the mucus, but what is what the body what the uterus produces to receive a potential um, embryo. Mm-hmm. That's called the 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 lining. The uterus is cramping, or it, the uterus is a muscle. It is contracting to get rid of it, and just having that understanding didn't. Like I, I was just accepting the pain because I know it was there for a reason. I knew mm-hmm. it was there for a reason, so that was my big aha moment. But it, yeah, the 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 traditional birth attendant we we spoke with, she brought in so many other aspects that that made that recreated sort of that aha moment in a more wholesome way. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful feeling to just know that, you know, your body. So go out there, fish for more information. If you need to see someone do that, if you want email us, share, we, we want to hear, and uh, we're here to, to talk. Just talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Literally, that's whatever why you we're discover. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we're going to close it off here. It's been fun. <laughs> if you have <laughs> enjoyed this conversation, I feel like we had a lot of fun in this conversation. I personally enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, you know, follow us on Spotify at Not a NotAPurse, N-O-T-A-P-U-R-S-E, or... And also on Instagram, <laughs> same handle. <laughs> and until the next episode, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> I'm waiting for you, Jo. Oh my gosh. Bye. <laughs>